0: Pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need TrendVision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to TrendVision 2020, your money and your life. July 17th, 2019, I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world leading trend forecaster Gerald Solenti on our podcast this evening salenti first dalio second yemen stands up to the saudis and biden challenges trump to do push-ups <laughs> uh, we'll get into that story but first what happened in the market
1: everybody's down everybody's down except gold is up and bitcoin's up everybody's red 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 so dow drops 115 points the stocks fall for a second day I'm concern about earnings so the earnings are a little lower but they're still coming in basically At you know decent levels, more than seven percent of the S&P 500 companies reported second-quarter earnings so far, and of those, about 85 percent posted profits that beat analyst expectations. The expectation was, and they come in at about three percent gain. They came in at 3.1 percent.
0: So So why are we dropping?
1: Because they're worried about the earnings, and 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 the stocks are overvalued, and there's. Other reasons why, and we're going to get to it, and we've been talking about it. It's a global slowdown. The markets are being artificially pumped up by cheap money. Oil, more supply and demand, basically that's it. And hey, remember yesterday oil prices dropped because uh, there was going to be more oil on the market because President Trump said, and, and Pompeo said we're going to make a deal with Iran and we're going to start talking. Iran said today that's a lot of BS. And here's another one. U.S. officials say they are unsure whether an oil tanker towed into Iranian waters was seized by Iran or rescued after facing mechanical faults. Slight difference. As Tehran asserts. Tehran says, no, broke down, We towed it in. No, you didn't, you stole it. <laughs> and, and this is the other part of it. How about the U.K. that stole, that pirated the Iranian tanker and they still haven't given it back. And then gold. Gold. There's one reason why gold is going up today. That's the only story in CNBC. And do you know what that reason is?
0: It says right here in this article, Ray Dalio says gold will be a top investment during the upcoming paradigm shift for global markets. Who is Ray Dalio? He only runs the largest hedge fund in the world, Bridgewater Associates. And he says... I see a case for gold as central banks get more aggressive with policies that devalue currencies. He further writes that other assets like stocks that have equity-like returns are now suspicious. Too many people are holding them. I think these are unlikely to be good investments because the ones that do best will be those that do well when the value of money is being depreciated. Where have I heard this before? How long have you been saying this? Well, it says Dalio calls comes two weeks before Federal Reserve is expected to
1: cut its benchmark rates. By a quarter of a point, they're going to do that in two weeks. But he's six weeks after I launched the trend alert that said the gold bull run. Here it is right in front of you. Oh, and look at the cover of your latest trends journal, the gold bull run. Additionally, for reasons I will explain in the near future, most investors are underweighted in such assets, meaning that if they have just wanted to have a better balanced portfolio to reduce risk, they would have more of this sort of asset, meaning gold. I believe that it would be both risk reducing and returning enhancing to consider adding gold to one's portfolio. He's way behind where we are and we give the forecast of where it's going the highs and the lows that he is not talking about but again you know this is the uh, well guess the what fund if you subscribe
0: the to the trans journal you would have already read this history before it
1: happened and i want to stay on this because this is why it's going up recession fears rise to middle-class americans railroad carry lighter loads as economy slows china's first half fiscal spending up as Beijing ramps up support for the slumping economy. China recruits consumers to juice up the markets. Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development calls for Europe to spend to boost growth. You got it? BAS piles into interest rate futures with bearish bet On U.S. economic recession, Kyle Bass is is a hedge fund manager, so everybody sees a slowdown. Dalio knows what it's about, and so does everybody else that really watches this. They're just dumping in more cheap money, devaluing the currencies, and gold is that safe haven as things are going down. Oh, one more Mm -hmm. slump hits Manhattan condo builders. Mm. There's a slump at the top.
0: All right. Brussels warns Venezuela of more curbs if crisis talks stall. We haven't talked about Venezuela in a while. Here's what's going on. The EU, and remember we reported yesterday that they're trying to broker a deal between Iran and the United States, now they're stepping in on Venezuela. They've stepped up diplomatic pressure on Nicolas Maduro's government in Venezuela, saying it will impose further sanctions if no progress is made in slow moving talks.
1: Yeah, wait, wait what, you got locked you about what's going on with the Palestinians? Hey, EU, how about Yemen, you? Yeah, what hypocrisy. And again, this is all about the overthrow that the Trump administration planned last January and you have those EU nations that are supporting this. These are the murderers, by the way, the EU that destroyed Syria, that's destroyed Libya, and it's helped destroy so many other countries. So they're just at the same old sickness.
0: Well, you mentioned Libya. No military solution. World powers urge Libya de-escalation. France, Britain, Egypt, US, and Italy warn ongoing violence in Libya is fueling a growing humanitarian emergency. Also, persistent violence has claimed nearly 1100 lives, displaced more than hundred thousand, and fueled a growing humanitarian emergency.
1: That's just recently though. Right. There's many many more and this is the way they write it. Libya is one of the main departure points to migrants and refugees fleeing poverty and war in the Middle East. Now, this was not happening when Muammar Gaddafi was the head of Libya. It was one of the most prosperous nations. It was the most prosperous nation in Africa. Obama, Hillary Clinton, Samantha Power, Susan Rice, Sarkozy of France and Cameron decided, we're going to get rid of Gaddafi. And now they have this hellhole that they created, but no one talks about that. Outside of the detention centers, approximately 50,000 registered refugees and asylum seekers, as well as 800,000 migrants, are currently living elsewhere in the country, according to the United Nations, brought to you by the murderers that you liberals love. Oh, Obama's not as bad as Trump. Not as bad. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You should be standing up and speaking out and occupying peace
0: because you can see what they're doing. If you support it, you're an accomplice to the crime. All right. Speaking of war, the worst humanitarian crisis, even worse than Libya, is Yemen, uh, particularly a lot of starving children. Well, Yemen, the Yemeni people are standing up. To Saudi Arabia because Saudi Arabia is seeking new routes for oil. They want to try to bypass the Strait of yeah, Hormuz. Right, yeah, right so, they want to go right through right? Yemen. Right, So they want to go through Yemen. So they're trying to annex it. Well, guess what? Thousands and thousands of protesters are standing up in Yemen to try to keep yeah, Saudi Arabia there out. Yeah, thousands
1: of protesters. They could stand up. They're going to mow them down. They're, they're slaughterers. They're destroying the place. Yeah, they're going to try to stop it, but it's. The United Arab Emirates, as we've reported, they've pulled out, so they're not helping the Saudis. But Americans still selling them war implements, and so are other countries. So they have a tough fight in front of them.
0: All right, to France. Yesterday we talked about the environmental minister had to resign because of all the public money he was spending on lobster and wine. Well, now France is experiencing an extended drought. It's forcing French officials to restrict water usage in nearly two-thirds of mainland France. In Paris, there's been no precipitation since June 21st, the driest start to a summer since 1873. Wow. Bon Appetit. And in Nepal, babies are getting a quarter of their calories from junk food. According to a new study, the diet's heavy on snack foods linked to undernutrition and stunting.
1: Yeah, well, I was in Nepal this past December. Junk food is taking over the world, and you can see it in people. I went to the street festival in Athens, New York, which is just north of here, and there were people like younger than us, like this on these electric things, and there were, most of the people were were overweight, and it was so sad to see, and um, so it's going global, the junk food industry, the soda industry is taking over.
0: Right. we do have at least a trend, neutralizing that a little bit, we'll get to a little bit later on, but how about this story, I had to read this twice. Nuclear Commission considers fewer inspections. The nuclear power industry in the United States has prodded regulators to cut inspections, saying that nuclear facilities are operating well <laughs> and the inspections are a financial burden for the providers. Oh, we
1: don't want to give them a financial burden. Oh, Indian Point down here, it's in great shape. Oh, yeah, all the, oh, th- how about another three-mile island, huh? This is disgusting. Because you got politicians running your countries. They get paid off. Morons and imbeciles call it campaign contributions. Adults call it bribes and payoffs, and that's all this is.
0: Well, if the nuclear doesn't get us and the fast food, how about opioid shipments balloon as the crisis grew? If you think the pharmaceutical industry is out for our health, guess again. Newly released federal data show that companies distributed eight point four billion pills to commercial pharmacies in two thousand and six alone. At the same time news was coming out about the dangers of opioids. What do you have
1: down the bottom there? At
0: the bottom, over a seven year period, seventy-six billion opioid pills were distributed by legal drug companies and pharmacies and what about the doctors who are prescribing these things? Well they get
1: off lot of them, you know, they, we see that too, you know, they take them on trips, give them Junkets, speeches. which yeah. is a
0: good word for yeah, it. Junk- Junkets.
1: Oh that pot, you know, that's a gateway drug, you know, you smoke pot, you'll be doing opiates. These are the scum <laughs> that are ruining our lives. Does anybody get it? Don't forget to vote. Don't forget to vote.
0: Alright. Well, speaking of the presidential reality yeah, he show, is scum. Republican support for Trump rises after his tre- tweets attacking the congresswoman. Now, again,
1: we said this would happen. Yeah. The national survey conducted on Monday and Tuesday after Trump told the lawmakers they should go back and help fix <laughs> the totally broken and crime-infested places which they came, end quote. So that in the Republican Party, it rose by five percentage points to 72%. Again, only 41% of US public say they approve of his performance in office. But most presidents don't have that high uh, you know they they're pretty they're not over 50 usually right. when the election comes. And at this point I still say Trump is going to win.
0: Okay, well let's look at what really runs the show in politics and that's cash because in US politics cash is king and queen. In the second quarter, Donald Trump, Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, and Kamala Harris all raised tremendous amounts of money far out distancing anyone else in the Democratic uh, race so they're the only the, the uh, those five Democrats are the only ones who have a choice why because they're raising the dough and that's what calls the shots
1: well yes and no we're going to see because the uh, the debates may also do something as well and so this could change it but it's still early and the numbers are still relatively small but you're right, because the other ones aren't getting much media.
0: Okay. Joe Biden challenges Trump to push-ups. Here's the level we're at with our presidential race. Joe Biden was asked uh, on a TV show if uh, what he would do if Trump started making fun of his age. He said, I'll challenge him to push-ups. Trump then, <laughs> then sa- called him, you know, Crazy Joe and a weakling, and then <laughs> Biden said, I'd like to take him up onto high school gym and beat the hell out of that him.
1: That was a couple while ago, he said right? that, yeah.
0: And then Bernie Sanders stepped in and said, hey, when I was a kid, I ran track. When I was a kid. You're not a kid anymore, and you couldn't probably run up a flight of stairs. This is the stupidity
1: of this country, all right? <laughs> this is the kind of crap that they're talking about. Yeah. Moronic crap. And by the way, not one of them got an ounce of boogie or a drop of jive. <laughs> I could out-boogie them all, man. <laughs> Wouldn't even come close.
0: All right, a new Canadian
1: study. How about jerking off? (laughs) I could jerk off quicker than you. Hey, Bernie, can you still come anything come out of it? Yeah, I mean, this is such stupid crap that they're talking about.
0: Gyms, races, push-ups, welcome to our country. A new Canadian study has drawn a link between social media screen time and depression in teenagers. Again, that's your top
1: trends for 2019 and one of your top stories in your new trends journal, high-tech heroin. It's addictive. These studies show it. The people are losing it. Don't forget, keep staying on it. You know why they call them handhelds, because everybody's masturbating in public.
0: All right. Well, there's another side to the digital revolution. Part of it's addiction, and part of it is a new way to educate kids. Pearson shifts to digital-first publishing model big story out of the UK. Um, This is a big educational group and they're going to focus online publishing of all its future materials for the U.S. higher education students as it accelerates away from the printed textbook to the digital screen. They're the biggest
1: uh, college textbook in 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 the world. And the whole world is going digital in that and that's part of Interactive University. It's the new way. And it's going to continue in that. And I see it really changing very dramatically, much more than that, in the sense that there'll be virtual education. You'll have separate teachers for separate people in the sense that if you're qualified and you have the emotional and passion to go into one direction, those are the instructors that you're going to be listening to, and they could come from anywhere in the world. So this is all part of that. The, the, as you've said Many times, and I've said the education system we had is what?
0: It's a 19th century German model based on the Industrial Revolution, assembly line thinking, no longer good. But we're here, this is a complex issue because at the same time, the digital screen can be highly addictive if you're just going on there for junk news and junk entertainment. It's also a portal. To wisdom um, yeah. and knowledge. There's no question. It's a question of how we use how we it use and it. how our educational system encourages students and to use and it. And then
1: here's what they're going to do, by the way, the the establishment teachers' associations and on and on. They're going to do everything to keep fighting digital education. Yeah, because
0: they want the old model because they're comfortable with it, even though it's outdated. Well,
1: and it's not that they're comfortable. They got these jobs that they get. They take off the summer with and they get benefits for it. Besides,
0: All right. well, let's end with a positive story, okay? Because Plant-based meat has reached a tipping point. The emergent food trend of plant-based alternatives, like Impossible Burger, Beyond Meats, has grown five times faster than the food industry as a whole. Sales for plant-based milk grew and now takes 13% of the whole industry, while dairy sales shrunk 3%. Dairy cheese flatlined in growth, but plant-based alternative to cheese grew at 19%. It still has a ways to go, but this is past the tipping point, big trend and a healthy trend. Clean foods,
1: a term that I coined in big story in the New York Times back in the 1990s, it's still a small market. So, yes, this is big, but it's going to keep growing, and I believe that great investment opportunity.
0: That's our last word for today, but if you join us tomorrow, we will be here with more Trend Vision 2020.